Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession Session, there are crazy things happening on Instagram with robot corn robots, actually. Lala has been played for the trillionth time by Carmelo Anthony, and Safari is crazy with his unfaithfulness to Erica Mena. What's good, you guys? This is Angel Vandrina, and Jean is online, but he will be with us shortly, guys. This is Confession Session. I know y'all like that. I know y'all like that. <laughs> All right, guys. What's good with y'all today? I hope everybody's having a wonderful Sunday, and I hope everything is just going well. Jean, what's going on with you? How are you doing today? How is everything? I, I'm doing well. I am very um, under the influence. Actually, I went oh, to no. brunch. <laughs> yeah, I went to brunch earlier today to send our, my homegirl. Um, she just took a job out in um, the big city, NYC. And, okay. Um, yeah, it was like my last time seeing her. So we linked up. We had a good time. You know, I had a couple drinks. And then, you know, me and Chris, we stopped and got some wine, and then we head over to his parents' house, and we've been, like, drinking ever since, like, 1 p.m., so. Yeah. Have you thrown I up? I'm definitely, no, no, I have not thrown up. But I definitely am just being, you know, I just feel like I'm at an ugly state in my life right now, <laughs> you know, just a very... <laughs> Very tipsy, like I want to take a nap, but I don't want to, you know, ruin the night because once I do go to sleep, I'm probably going to be asleep for the rest of the evening. So, yeah, today's been fun, evening. though. I'm glad I got to relax and eat some good food all day. How Ooh, you doing, you Angel Vadrina? How was your week? It's been good, but I want to know what you ate. What did you eat? So, we went to brunch at um, this place called Rue Claire, um, downtown Durham. It's like this French restaurant. Um, but I had like this, it, it tastes like lemon. It was like some sort of lemon comfy, like French toast uh, with strawberries and like a house. Mm. And I had uh, apple with smoked bacon, I had some cheese eggs and, um, some potato gratin, I believe is what it was called. Okay. Um, but it was very delicious. And then um, at Chris Vaughn's house, I just had more food being fed because our food's always <laughs> good. So, yeah, it was like, like a, I want to say it was like Salisbury steak or something. Mm. Um, and I had cabbage and what else? Macaroni and cheese, which is always bomb. Like I said, we make the yeah. best macaroni and cheese. And what else did I have? Um, biscuit. I had a biscuit and something else. <laughs> a biscuit. I <laughs> but yeah, so I'm very full, but I'm also very tipsy. So yeah. Well, that's good. I was I was about to get ready and say if the only thing you have for breakfast today is the egg and the potatoes and the bacon, then that's bad business for your belly because you definitely need to have more food, but when you tell me you had the salmon and the cube steak or Salisbury steak and, you know, some of the other deliciousness, I'm like, okay, you know, you drunk, but at least uh, you're not drunk on an empty stomach, you know what I'm saying? So, that's always yeah. good. 
And with yes, me, everything sir, has been. Sir. Yes, uh, tell me. Uh, I know, because that's what, how I was when I was in Vegas. Okay, last time y'all heard from me, it was fab business. Um, everything has been smooth for me. Um, just looking at, you know, different opportunities and um, just trying to get my stuff together, y'all. That's pretty much it. Just, you know, getting back into reality. You know, kids, you know, doing doing what they do, not getting enough sleep as far as me and my husband goes, but everything has been smooth. One thing that did happen that was really fucked up this weekend is Friday, my husband, he went to go and um, to pick up our son from school. And when he went to go pick up our son, nobody knew where he was. Turns out they left my son outside sleep um, and he was asleep in the grass like further back from the school, um, like under a tree pretty much. And so um, that was completely unacceptable. And we are going to figure out tomorrow what's going to happen with that. And, um, you know, we're going to definitely talk about it with the people in charge, um, not as far as like the program, but the district in general, because this that was absolutely crazy. Um, and just literally 20 more minutes, uh, had my husband not picked up our son, you know, everybody would have been gone from the building because they literally forgot that he was outside. Um, so that was really um, crazy. And it just frightened a lot of us because you never know what happens when a child is unattended. And, and for those who may not remember, my son is only six years old. For him to be left outside in the grass under a tree unattended for, you know, hours at a time, um, to have been forgotten about. Nobody outside at all. Everybody inside the, the school was crazy. So, yeah, that's, that was the, the crazy part of my Friday and my weekend. And we are definitely looking to, um, you know, discuss this with who who, who we need to, to talk to, uh, you know, who we need to discuss this with. Other than that, you guys, that was pretty much it. Um so don't forget to check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, SoundCloud, and of course there's uh, Anchor, and of course there's podcast and blog talk. Send us those confessions at confessions and number two us at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. We're going to go ahead and go into that young confession question of the day after the sparkle. All right, Jane, you up. I can't pull up my agenda. Oh, all right, y'all. So, why are people afraid of change, and how can it positively affect your life? Again, why are people afraid of change, and how can it positively affect your life? With that being said, you guys are going to go ahead and move on to our confession question. Uh, look at me playing games. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and move on to our confessions of the day. All right, guys, so we have some crazy topics that we're going to talk about. But first topic, according to BallerAlert.com, have you noticed an increase in those annoying accounts that DM and comment randomly on your Instagram? Well, Instagram has seen a spike in these fake accounts, commonly known as porn bots. Um, these fake accounts usually possess of name, name, and then number, handle, and send you obscure direct messages, most commonly heart flame or peach emojis with a link at a random hour of the day or night. Um, it all boils down to a business model known as an affiliate marketing, um, which basically rewards you for every click slash visit 
you get or bringing traffic to a secondary website. If you follow the porn bot trail and click on the porn bot profile or link, they direct you they direct you more likely to in a marketing website. Um, so pretty much it's fight the new drugs report. And the business model works similarly to those um, that most Instagram influencers use. For example, an Instagram sports influencer posts a picture with an item that links the item. The link is known as an affiliate link. And if someone clicks on it, no matter where, whether or not they spend money, the influencer receives a bonus. According to uh, fightthenewdrug.org, porn bots are similar in that they serve a lure, they serve to lure people to an affiliate website that are generally porn related. The businesses of the affiliate website then pays the controller of the porn bot for the for generating traffic to their website. So this is all insane. Um, according to once again, well, pretty much overall, um, the the bot may give a high tech impression. The science behind it actually is more straightforward than that. The porn bots are really just poorly created Instagram user accounts, and they are run by average men and women looking to make some quick cash. Overall, you know, you click on these sites, you click on these profiles, and you are getting linked to some type of site, typically a porn site, and these individuals are making money off of it. Have you seen an increase in your Instagram profile, Jun, or have you? Uh, do you know what's going on here? Yes, I definitely have seen them, like, in my DMs. Like, you know how you can get, like, DMs from people that you're not following, but it's kind of more yeah. so like a DM request? But yeah. I've, I've seen them, like, in my DMs or whatever, and I'm just like, wow. And I knew that's what it was. Like, I knew it was, like, I assumed it was, like, viruses or, like, fireware or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that makes sense. And then I have saw them, like, I've seen them, like, a lot under um, different, like, popular content creators, like The Shade Room. On their comments um, on Instagram, I've seen all of that. Um, and it's annoying, like, just seeing it. I was just like, damn, people just want to read funny comments that have to do with, you know, what's related to what you're reading about. Like, you reading uh, just this random, oh, I'm horny, come click on this. It's just like, really? Like, mm-hmm. it's fucking annoying, you know? Yeah, um, it is. But did they say that if they, are they trying to crack down on it? Is there a way that they're going to try and get rid of that? Or There is nothing that they actually stated about it. It just states that most porn bots are able to invade the security system Instagram has in place for the spam bots. Because actual humans, they run most of the porn by account. So Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, and all the other social media sites that are having this occur has not actually stated that they're cracking down on this or they're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. They just stated that the porn bots are able to invade the security system some way, somehow. So because of this situation and because these are actually human beings behind um, the bots, it, they're, they, they're, I guess they're trying to figure out what to do, but there's no um, procedure or policy as to them not doing this, and there's no procedure as to how they can, uh, you know, defer from this or how anybody can deter from this. It should be a, it should be a way to where it should be like, no. Yeah. No, like, it, it should be like where you can't, like, put links in, in um, comments and stuff like that. 
I'm sure there's mm-hmm. a way that they could ultimately stop doing all that. But, yeah, no, it is annoying, like, just seeing it. Because I have noticed it. And it, it's weird that I saw the um, article, and I was just like, damn, because I have been seeing that a lot on um, different, like, you know, like I said, content creator Instagrams, just these random apps, clearly, you know, fake profiles. Yeah. Saying, like, this is explicit stuff, so, yeah. I agree. Um, And once again, like you said, it's crazy, but because they are human beings that's running the site, I don't really know if Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, they can really do anything about it, but what what the issue is is they've seen an influx. This has been a, a large increase of this lately. So hopefully, you know, their operations team is working on a way to rectify this situation because people they don't want to see that bullshit, you know, all the time. Even and some people don't want to see the shit at all. You know, and to add the, but I think that it's also an issue too to add those links to an account or add those links to an a comment. You know, because there may be people who want to add certain links to the comments to get people to come and view their website that's not porn, you know, related. So I think that's where the issue comes in at. So I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how they're going to correct the situation, but I'm interested to find out and, uh, you know, see see where the next move is for these sites. That could be a real big popularity, uh, if you will, for some of these sites. You know, to log on and not have to view these type of things, that would be cool. But how can you stop people from making fake profiles? You know, because ultimately, isn't that what you want? People to come online and make profiles in general? Isn't that how these sites, they make a lot of their money? You know, it's interesting. The way, uh, you know, the, the internet world and social media works is very interesting. So, yeah. We will keep you all up to date as we get updates. And we're, that being said, we're going to go ahead and move on to our next topic, guys. All right, y'all. So this is according to Pitchfork.com. Lizzo has described an alleged racist attack on her stylist by security guard at Summerfest. The Milwaukee Journal said no report. She performed Thursday at the Milwaukee Festival and tweeted, that night about the alleged incident, writing that a security guard slapped and manhandled her hairstylist and stylist. Soon after, according to the journal Sentinel, she tweeted a video of a security guard backstage identifying him as the person she says tackled the stylist to the ground and manhandled him and slapped him. She reportedly called the person a racist bigot in the video. Lizzo has since deleted the tweet with the video. Some of us said the statement Lizzo gave an incredible performance, which now she feels is tarnished by events which occurred during the performance. We do not tolerate racism in any form. We will conduct a thorough investigation. We have experienced crowd management staff who strive to protect performers and fans. While there are many challenges during the performance, we expect those challenges to be handled professionally and respectfully. If those standards were not met, we will take appropriate action. Uh, Pitchfork has emailed Lizzo and some press reps for further comments. Um, so what do you think about that? Yeah, I'm from Milwaukee, you know, being a Milwaukee native and going to Summerfest. Um, being a Milwaukee native, this is, does not come as a shock to me. Actually, my husband and I, we have realized, at, you know, within the last couple days that Wisconsin is just, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, is just not a place that we, we want to be. You know, it, it's just so racist. 
you can't even get a goddamn job with the degree, the type of job that you want with a degree being here in Wisconsin. I think that for Lizzo to call out the racist security guard was absolutely popping. And it sucks to be in a situation where you're coming to perform, you know, you have your hairstylist here and somebody just knocked their ass to the ground and are extra aggressive because of who the hell they are. That's crazy to me. And that's not the type of environment or situation that I ever want to be in. So I am considering, you know, moving along, uh, moving out of state, you know, within the next year to somewhere where I can be appreciated and where we don't have to work. I mean, and don't get me wrong. There is racism everywhere you go. There, you, you can't escape from it. You just can't because people, they teach their children and those people, they teach their children how to be racist, you know, because people aren't born racist. Um, but I'm just, I'm over it. And my husband is over it too. Even I, I discussed this with my mom, my sister, like we often to get the hell out of here, you know, and I'm just, Overall, I'm so sick and tired of just being in a state and in a city where people, they acting crazy as hell. Uh, I think that this is really good that she called it out. And this obviously needs some type of summer fest. They need to make sure their job is being done. But this is not something that's new. This has occurred so many damn times. (sighs) This shit is just ridiculous. So with that being said, I'm just hoping that you know the security guard is reprimanded and then you know removed you know this is not you know uh this is abc you know this is simple so keep it moving and you guys need to get better security and people who are for everyone not just for i don't know the white people if i will you know and i'm going to say that but jen what are your thoughts why do you think this happened? And what do you think they should have done to better have, to have a better security system? Jean Othello, are you alive? Are you alive and willing to come? Okay. I'm muted. You're unmuted, fool. You're unmuted.
Like, I feel like that it needs to, people need to start being accounted for their actions. Like, if you want to sit and put hands on somebody, it's one thing just being rude. But if you want to go ahead and put hands on somebody and call the police on somebody when it's, like, clearly not that kind of incident, um, then, yeah, it, it needs to be rectified. Um, I'm glad the Lizzo called it out, but I hope that it doesn't change, like, how people view performing at Summerfest, you know, that is a highlight of the city, and that's something that I've always enjoyed, and to this day, I still talk about, you know what I'm saying, and one day, I'm, I've been saying I've been living down here, it'll be eight years this year, but I keep saying I'm going to come back just to go to Summerfest, but one year, I'm going to come, I'm just going to come just to enjoy the festival, because it's, it's a lot of fun, it's, it's a good time, so, um, yeah, they need to do that, they need to maybe have their staff do a, um, uh, unbiased training, like just to where yes. they yes. learn. Yes, ethics training. You know, yep. I, yeah, like, and, and I think that you like it, being in certain environments, you kind of learn. Like, like with my job, um, we were kind of taught that you can, you literally cannot judge a book by its character. This motherfucker oh, yeah. could be homeless and be a billionaire. You know, and, oh, and yeah. I think that's something that, you know, I think that's something that needs to be taught. You know. Period, and I, I think because me working in a high end environment, that you know what I'm saying they don't want us. They don't want. They know that how I can go, and we can get backlash, and you know we may be disrespectful, and this person turns out to be a celebrity, and they tweet out, you know what I'm saying, all that stuff, and it really needs to be some sort of training to where it's just like stop putting your biases into a certain situation. Stop thinking that you are better than these people. At the end of the day, you're at work. You know, so do your fucking job. No, go behind your job. Like, you're not hitting security. You know, you don't have, just because you're security guard, you don't, you do not have an authority over nothing. Like, literally, you are there to calm the situation. Make the situation more peaceful or stay peaceful. Not escalate it at all. You putting hands on somebody, especially when that wasn't even the case, is wrong. So you're right. That's it. And, and Jen, I, I agree with you when you state that, you know, a lot of people, they aren't used to black people having money and, and being, you know, um, being professional. I actually came uh, with into an instance with uh, a family member of mine who she uh, Uber, she lifts, she does a lot. Um, DoorDash, she does all of that stuff. And she, in the, you know, her business is, in my opinion, it's lucrative. You know, she make a, a nice chunk of cash a month to be doing, um, you know, lifting and Ubering and also DoorDash. And a man got in her car and he said to her, wow, every time I, I, I've i been getting in black women cars all day, you a lot, all you black girls or all you black gals got nice cars. You know, that's what he said to her. And she was like, all right now. And then he was like, yeah, all you black gals that are cars I've been getting into today, you got you black gals really have nice cars. And she was like, sir, you need to shut your mouth. She was like, you say one more thing and I'm going to have to put you out of my car. You know, and, it, and it, that shit is real. You know, they really do. You're like, damn, black people got nice cars. Like, what the fuck? You think we sitting up here working, getting degrees, going to school just to ride a piece of shit? You know, a piece of garbage? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, motherfuckers is trying to live nice, drive nice, live nice, as far as the housing uh, environment goes. Ain't nobody trying to be sitting up there uh, backtracking. Like, get the fuck out of here. And his ass would have got out of my car as soon as he said, black gals. Sir, please get the fuck out of my car. 
Thank you. You can find you another ride with a white gown, motherfucker. Period. Okay? With a T at the end of period. Okay? And I don't even say shit like that. I'm getting ghetto. I'm getting ghetto, y'all. All right. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. All right, guys. So according to page6.com, Carmelo Anthony has been seen on a yacht with another woman. So Carmelo Anthony, mystery yacht pal, has been identified as Sarah Samari. And I believe that's how you, uh, maybe Sarah Samari. I'm going to call her Sarah Samari. I believe that's how you pronounce her last name. According to multiple sources, but one insider close to the situation told page six that she's married and that Samurai is not her current last name. The former Knicks star in the bikini-clad clad beauty were spotted sunbathing on a yacht this week, promoting vlogs to speculate that Melo has strayed at sea from his wife, Lala. A source confirmed to page six that um, Samari, or excuse me, Samurai was the woman in the pic, but the uh, insider said that while she uses... Um, that while she used that name on Instagram, is not her married name. And multiple outlets reported that she's 28 years old, single, despite Anthony's releasing a video shooting down the accusations and the rumors claiming that she has a family. Y'all are trying to expose somebody's wife, he implored. Y'all are exposing somebody's kid. Leave that alone, man. That ain't cool. He said he was on a retreat with his business partner. An insider added to page six that she's married. Her husband is extremely private. They have a beautiful child. And her brother was attending the uh, retreat for the shoe brand Jordan with them. Either way, sources told uh, page six this week that Lala was a wreck. After the photos circulated online, she even posted and then deleted an image of a heart being stabbed with a dagger on Instagram. Another source said that Lala continues to deal with trust issues after Camarillo allegedly fathered a child with Mia Angel Burks, who resembles Samari or Samurai. But Lala is focused on her work despite any heartache. On Thursday, she posted a video from the set of 90210 reboot that she's acting in. Page six has also inclusively learned that Lala will celebrate her birthday this weekend at the Borgata Hotel in Atlanta City. She was expected to arrive on Friday and has a bunch of rooms booked, a source said. So, a source has also said that the stunning Samurai or Samara, um, is, is that what it said? Samurai, yeah. It's Swedish and Moroccan. Um, her 38,000 followers on Instagram include rapper Meek Mill. And Rep said that she did not get back to page six for a comment. Jean, shall I just be done with Carmelo? Because, I mean, isn't this like the thousandth time that he didn't cheat? And, you know, he's starting to remind me a whole lot of T.I. You know, just every time you turn around. And he's not even cute. Ugly-ass motherfucker want to cheat. Like, nigga, la la fine, okay? And then this samurai, a samari chick, she's not even cute. Now, I'm not going to go ahead and say that. I mean, she's on eight. You know, she like she needs to eat a little bit. But, you know, she's not like Lala. And then on top of that, I, I mean, it, it's fucked up that he had that baby with old girl, you know, the, um, I forget her name, I just said it, but the the Angel, I believe her middle name is Angel Burks, um, you know, cause she, she's very, she's very attractive, unfortunately. Uh, but nigga, you're married. You're married and you're fucking around with bitches. And then on top of that, 
Now Lala has to sit Mia Angelberg. Now Lala has to sit here again and be embarrassed because you on a fucking yacht with her, with her whole entire ass she hanging out, okay, looking long as hell, and you want to mess around. Y'all leave her alone. Okay, what about your wife? Now, like, she didn't take you back a thousand times, and you still messing around. Like, Lala needs you to be like, look, nigga, like, I am the bomb. I ain't got time for this shit, but, you know, sure, he make a whole lot of money. But she make a whole lot of money, too. I'm just really disturbed. Jen, fill in. I'm weak. Um, so, I definitely believe that he was cheating. So, did you say in the article that the lady, she actually is married and has a child? Or yep, is that yep. Right? I, no, so they they say that she's married, she has a child. That's what he said too. She's married, she has a child. Leave that alone. Um, but then other sources say that she's single and she's you know she's not married, but she do still have a child. And she's twenty eight. Yeah, I don't know. I I just felt like that. Why is that? Why is it just convenient that nobody else is in the picture? Like I definitely right. Like, if it would have came to my life. I would have been like, um, here's her husband. He's right here. Um, this actually was an actual <laughs> picture. They cropped it to make it seem like I was standing next to her, but it's actually 12 mm-hmm. people standing out here right now. Just so y'all see, um, we just out here chilling. I just talked to Lala earlier on FaceTime. You know right. what I'm saying? But to me, I feel like for him, for one, for one, for him to go public and say that was kind of like, him being nervous about it, and then for two, Lala, you know, doing the whole stab in the heart. Um, then yeah, but he he was up to some fuck shit. I do think that she needs to leave him, like because at this point it's disrespectful. I do believe that relationships can survive infidelity. infidelity all, all but how many times? Because, oh my god! That's if a person is truly sorry, like and clearly he just thought that he got caught. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's not trying to better himself. Like, you cheating on her on her birthday of all right. times. It's just like, when you could have been spending time with her, you in another country, fucking some bitch, and you saying it's a business trip? Like, that shit is not cool. Yeah. But, I mean, it's also yeah. up to her. I think when you get, when you get to a certain place, not saying that she's content, you know, but they've been together for a long time. I, maybe she needs to separate. She needs to fuck a few niggas and, you know, make it obvious and get caught in a couple pictures with niggas that's richer than <laughs> him and finer than him. You know what I'm saying? But And then get back with him, you know, if that's ultimately what she wants to do because uh, we're not going to sit here and say that you can no matter what a person do, if they ain't trapped to kill you, being with them that long, you're not just going to automatically fall out of love with them, you know? But I think and I understand that too. She definitely needs to do her. She definitely needs to do her. And if that's, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that may be, you know, she should not put his feelings first because he definitely has not yep. considered her. Yeah. Hey, Jen, I, I 100% agree. I'm not, I'm not trying to say Lala needs to go out there and fuck a couple dudes, but I'm trying to say, girl, go out there and just, you know, y'all, I, this, this happened before. Like, first of all, he cheated on her and got a whole nother woman that, you know, if I may say, Lala is beautiful, but this shit was fine as hell. You know what I'm saying? You got a fine as hell ass bitch with and without makeup, pregnant. You had a whole baby with her. Just a horrible person you are. And then she forgave you. She forgave you. 
got back with you, and now her birthday come up, and you want to go ahead and fuck around with a, a fucking another person, you know, like, this is just unacceptable, and I definitely agree that Lala needs to go out there and explore her options, because, you know, a whole lot of motherfuckers doing it, Now I'm not trying to tell her to be like April, you know, uh, Omarion, baby mama, and fuck around with, uh, you know, somebody like close to Carmelo Anthony, like Little Fizz, which is crazy. Um, but I'm definitely trying to say that she needs to go out there and, you know, just just be herself. And don't, like you said, Jen, don't put Carmelo Anthony's feelings first. Um, but, yeah, with that being said, that is it for this topic. Jen, did you see that bullshit, though, with April and Little Fizz? And how yeah, she I said did. That, and you know I was and so you know gross. What? Because we were going to do another topic. But fuck that. Let's talk about, I forgot all about that shit that fast. Let's talk about. <laughs> April I was grossed out. I was grossed. Getting back I was, with. I was really grossed out. <laughs> I mean, getting with Lil Fizz, who is Armani on her ex fiance and baby father of two children, family slash best friend. Um, no, like I. And the thing is, Kevin <laughs> Shell did say that in the interview that Monique was saying that they were fucking. Monique was saying that Lil Fizz and April was fucking. She said mm-hmm. April was an escort. Um. You know, this has been rumors that they've been dealing with each other, dealing with each other for like a year now, but it's never mm-hmm. been confirmed. Or Maria has not said anything publicly about it, but I just think the overall synopsis of it, they both wrong. I, I just feel like you right, hundred uh, percent. When you are that close, tied, like if anything, she they should be looking at each other like brother and sister. And sister, you know right? Like, like it's just like. When you when you that close, you know they didn't spend holidays together. They didn't film on television shows together. All that shit, like to me, that is just very messy. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I just would never feel like if me and my spouse were to break up, I would never feel like it's okay to date any of my friends and vice versa. Right, like somebody that you're really close to, somebody that means a lot to you, like no. Now, it would be one thing if it was just like you knew of this person and then y'all broke up. You knew of that person through your spouse. Y'all was cool. You were cool, but y'all weren't friends. You know what I'm saying? And then y'all broke up there and started dating that person. But you met them a, a couple times, two, three times. Yeah, that one thing. But it's like that motherfucker is real, was real life his best friend. Was real yeah. life his bandmate. Real life was on a TV show with him. Real life yeah. looked at him like they were brothers. Family. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is not cool. And Omarion, uh, he could be acting like he's living his best life, and I'm sure he is, because he, he, I'm sure he knows the kind of people that he has in his circle, and he knew what kind of bitch April, April Jones was. He knows how Lil Fizz is. But I'm sure he's hurt behind that. I would just be disgusted. Like, they could never say shit to me. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> You I can, agree. You can say goodbye to you can say goodbye to B2K, child. Fuck that. B2K, oh yeah. No more. No mm. more. Like it, it just looks so porn. Like when I saw that, it looked so porny. Like it looked so porny. It looked like, odd just, to like, me. Really? Like me and my Girl, husband, we was we was real. Like she was just right. like it's just time to you know be free and to you know blah blah blah. And I'm just like, Girl. Right, she was like, like, come in the picture. 
You want everybody to get on board with you fucking they dusty ass friends? Like, little bitch, not even fine no more. Right. Like, at, least, at least for Jay, at least for Jay Book. Like, you ain't right. like, little bitch. Like, girl, no. Like, and he just has a fucking everybody. He little bitch. And Lil Fizz been fucking everybody, and obviously he desperately needs the money, while Marion don't right. need the shit because he's not even on the goddamn show. Every time you turn around, every season, Lil Fizz got a new woman, fucking somebody new. Like, and I'm never in a million years for the thought. But the gag is, but the gag is Lil Fizz fuck anybody that got a house. Like, like she's Ooh, a bum. Damn. Like he, he literally is a bum, and you just don't go ahead and give. Look like he's sitting smoke black and miles all damn day. It's a black ass <laughs> Yeah, Lil Fizz is uh yeah, he 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 whacked. Um I'm I I was definitely disappointed when April she come on, come on, come get in the camera like bitch, what who is you getting the he was low key embarrassed. He, he, he was, was. He was trying to keep that shit twice. He was. Mm-hmm. So it's like even if I and I could never condone none of that. But it's just yeah, like, yeah. like damn, at least have a respect to not go public with the shit. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? She obviously in love. To yourself. Like, well, she obviously in love. And you see Monique's comment. She called oh, him yeah. a little kid. She had, every, like, she had every right to him. She had every right mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. Now, he didn't go to bed. How many times? How many times mm-hmm. have girls been like, oh, he, he whacked? Mm-hmm. Like, no, no. And you I have heard that a lot. Nigga. I've definitely heard a lot that Little Fizz is not good in bed. Special for a storyline on Love and Hip Hop. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm grossed out. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm shocked though. You know, April, she was on, uh, on uh, YouTube talking about getting her body together and getting a bigger butt. And I'm like, yes, girl, go ahead and impress that man. And the, to find out the man that she's impressing his little fizz, like, how the fuck did they even get together? Like, did he just come over one day and was just like, hey, I see you got a house, and, you know, I'm homeless. You know, because they low key, they low key, they probably, I'm sure they've been fucking for a while, but I'm sure back when he was with, back when him, her and Omarion were together, they probably was giving each other the eye behind closed doors. Omarion probably felt something was just like, um, you a little bit too friendly with Fizz. Like, she was like, well, that's your friend, baby, blah, blah, blah. You know, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That shit like, whack. No. That's whack. That's no. whack. Whack as hell. Low-key, as soon as it's the perfect time, child, one of them got drunk and texted the other one. And child, they've been talking ever since. <laughs> but, <mm-mm. laughs> Gross out, you guys. That shit was horrible. And that was an odd topic. But with that being said, guys, we're going to go ahead and move on to our final topic of the evening. April, no, we can I'm go so... Ahead end the show. We can go ahead oh, okay. The show, well, we're going to end the show, guys. <laughs> listen, listen, don't try and come at me, okay? Because I'm just doing what was in the agenda, all right? But, guys, we're going to go ahead and go into our confession question of the day. All right, guys, confession question of the day. Why are people afraid of change, and how can it positively affect your life? But, Jean, before we get into that, I really actually wanted to talk about Safari cheating on Erica. Did you actually read those text messages? I did not, no. Dude, it's 
extra reckless, okay? Safari is a bitch-ass nigga, okay? And I knew that he was cheating on Erica when I seen her post that half-naked-ass photo on Instagram because, nigga, I know how Scorpios get down, okay? And I'm a married woman. But Erica's single. She's a single Scorpio. And when I seen all the messages and how Safari was talking about how her pussy was, uh, what he called it, um, I don't know. I think it was something like inspirational or some shit like that. It was something crazy. I was like, nigga, if you don't get your ass out of here. And he was talking about Nicki Minaj and the messages. I was just like, wow. And so, yeah, it's pretty much over between Safari and Erica. I was just like, and Gabby is really not even all of that. I was like, girl, like, what the fuck like Erica would have gave that man everything but she just and then the way she was looking at uh, texting him back oh and she actually like uh put his phone number out there like she exposed Safari's cell phone number I wanted to call it but you know I'm sure he got disconnected anyway Mm -hmm. so I thought that was crazy so if y'all have an opportunity check out the Gabby Safari and Erica Mena story but just why are people afraid of change and how can it positively affect your life um, I think people are afraid of change ultimately because they don't believe in themselves. You know, I think that it's just more so uh, you know, they're comfortable and maybe not happy and comfortable, but they know what works. And they're just like, yeah, I may, I'm tired of living in this house, you know, but this house costs this much a month. Um, you know, I'm comfortable with this job. I may not be making what I want to make, but at least the bills are paid and blah, blah, blah. And I think just stepping out of faith is scary. So a lot of people, including myself, you know, um, and I ultimately I think that if you were to step out on faith and embrace change and do what you need to do, I mean, it's nothing but it's nothing it's not it's going to be nothing but positive benefits. It may not look exactly like what you want at the time, but I think a lot of times when you push yourself, like God's gonna give you more opportunities opportunity than you could ever think of, anything anything that you could have ever imagined. Like you hear people saying all the time, you know, a lot of times when that live these dope ass lives or, you know what I'm saying, got their dream job and they always say, you know, or move to this city and you know, I'm not saying just just hop up and move on a hope, wish and a pray, but it's just like if you got savings and you know what I'm saying, you got family somewhere or you got deposit for a house or deposit for an apartment, fucking do it. Like what's stopping you? You know what I'm saying? If, if you know it's like better opportunities or um what have you. And you hear all the time people say that ultimately it is going to be a better benefit from stepping out and doing what you need to do. Um, but, yeah, what, do you, what about you? What do you think? I totally agree with you. I feel like a lot of people, I don't know if they don't believe in themselves, but I just think that they're scared, like, personally with me. You know, like I, I mentioned earlier, my husband and I were thinking about moving to another state and to just pack up and leave and just move away, you know. It's just like, ah, you know, but... Um, it's not that I don't believe in myself. It's just like, okay, we got to make sure our shit is in order. I'm the type of individual that I'm a, I'm a time keeper. So it's scary for me to get up, move, and not know where my next paycheck is going to come from. You know, I need to make sure that's in line. I need to make sure that, you know, everything is good to go. I don't want to have to depend on anybody or even have to move back home or move in with a parent you know, to make sure that I'm doing what I need to do. That is just unacceptable to me. 
Um, but I definitely feel like it can positively affect your life because, as Jen mentioned, there are so many celebrities and so many rich people out there who have got up, left, and, like, look at them now. You know, even with my mom. Like, my mom, she left uh, Miami, Florida when she was in her 20s and came to Milwaukee. You know, I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I'm in my 20s, and I'm thinking about leaving and moving to another state within the next year. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it is scary. Um, but I feel like when you, like me personally, like my situation is, you know, I've been in Milwaukee for all my life. And within the last uh, year, I've had my bachelor's in accounting. Um, I'm in school still now. I'm going for my MBA. But I've applied over the last six months to over 170 different jobs, all high-end jobs, CFO, um, finance manager type positions, and I have not gotten a job. Out of the hundred some jobs that I've applied at, one every uh, per every twenty jobs that I applied at, I probably got one, you know, actual interview, you know, and so that's like seven, eight interviews. That's crazy to me, you know. And then, you know, because I'm not trying to sit up here and make forty, fifty thousand, sixty thousand dollars a year. I won't double. I I should be making personally. I see CFOs out there making a hundred, you know. 105 106 and I'm like shit nigga well my background and my degree that's the type of money I should be making especially because I have a long line of experience you know and they're like oh no nah. you a black and you a woman oh hell no nah. like no nah, you you're not getting this type of job like you know what I'm saying so that's where my issue lies where I can go somewhere else where the cost of living is still you know like it is in Milwaukee Wisconsin but they paying motherfuckers you know, to be in customer service, $85,000 a year. That's crazy. Customer service, 85000 a year when I have a bachelor's in accounting. You know, so how much are they paying the CFOs? So I feel like people are afraid of change because they don't know what's going to come about. But if you just get up, move, and go, and pray, you can, you can do and be what you want to be. And that's ultimately my goal. You know, I plan on buying a house next year here in Milwaukee, but now I'm looking like, mm, I think I just want to get the fuck out of Milwaukee and just keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Ain't, ain't, it's not much here for me. You know, I got family here, friends here, but, you know, ultimately I want to make sure that life is better for my family and my kids. And yeah. it's time for me to get and out. That, and, that's, and that's what I think it is. I think ultimately because your family is there, because I've told you a million times, but I think you'll see oh, when yeah. you come down when you come right. for holiday parties. But I've told Can't you wait. many times to move to the triangle because of the opportunities that are out here and how much my life has changed just from little, you know, mm-hmm. just from me moving down here initially. Um, you know, like you said, buying a house. I, I'm buying. I'm actually buying my house. I live in this year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm buying, buying it. His house. Yeah, I'm buying it thirty thousand dollars under market value. Like, and it's going. And yeah. I tell y'all, even come now because the shit is getting so expensive. Those two, three years, child, you're gonna have to move to the outskirts, and ain't nobody trying to. You know, commute 45 minutes, you know, to get to work. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but, yeah, no, it's just like it's it's so much opportunity, you know what I'm saying, out here. And I think uh, sometimes you have to step out on faith. And, you know, you may not be around your mom, maybe around your sister. But, you know, I'm your brother. You have me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you're going to meet tons of amazing people who are in the same predicament as you. Like, I think what it was so, why it was so easy for me to make friends down here is because, like, nobody is from here. So it's just like we created a family. You know what I'm saying? Like now the friends I do have, I'm very close to, you know, but it didn't happen overnight. This is eight years in the making, you know what I'm saying, that I've been knowing these people. And um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's scary, but you got to do what you got to do, like you said, for your family. You know, you can always go back and visit. You know, yeah. like my yeah. my stepmom, she's and she actually she going to Milwaukee Tuesday. She be in and out every two minutes, child. But after <laughs> she moving back, hell hell to the now, period. But yeah, that's amazing. Not to mention we, we not to mention we keep getting voted. You know, top places to to live for Black people. So yeah, mm. you know, I hope I, I'll be looking at jobs down here soon. Well, I'll talk to you about that off the show, but actually, um, I'm not. But I will talk to you about it, <laughs> and uh, we can discuss. <laughs> where, where you looking at? <laughs> I, I've been looking at Ohio. We're actually looking at Alabama. Right, we're looking at Utah, 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 and other white places. You can, you're like, girl, what? I didn't even know that. We more opportunities. And that's the thing. And that's the thing with with, with people too. I'm going to say before we end the show, don't move from one place. With no opportunity to another place, just because with no opportunities, right? Yeah, you move from Milwaukee, Mississippi, the same damn thing. You could you could say less <laughs> more. Like, like, That's funny that you say that. It is Atlanta or DC or yep. New York City, even though I know it's gonna be hard. You know, Horrible. move New somewhere York. with development, Chicago, where mm-hmm. there is economic development. You know what I'm saying? Like definitely not Mississippi. Bro, I remember yeah. I was talking to my auntie because my auntie, she wanted us to move to Mississippi. And I'm like, okay, so where, are there jobs here? And I started looking up, you know, jobs in Mississippi. Oh, my God. Like, if you want to move to Mississippi, you're just going to be broke, broke for the rest of your life. Because I swear, I've seen jobs as, like, bank teller, maybe. But most of the jobs was like, you know, you working at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Uh, other type of stores like that. You know what I'm saying? Sonic. I think they have like a thousand Waffle Houses down here, and I'm like, Auntie, like, what the hell am I gonna do here? Honestly, what the hell am I gonna do in Mississippi? Like, I can't find no goddamn job here. You can come work over here at Walmart. Why would I work, Auntie? Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Okay. And she just look She just laughed. And uh, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Definitely make sure what you do. You leave one city, you go to another state. You leave one state, you move somewhere else. Make sure it's lucrative. Don't just move, like Jen said, and go to, you know, from living decently to, you know, just leaving, living decently still. You know, you want to always advance, and it's so scary, but, you know, do what you have to do for your family. It's scary, but, you know, do what you have to do. All right, guys, with that being said, Jen, do you have any confessions of the day that you would like to I go ahead with it? Confession love for? Please. For my sleep and, and water, because that's truly what I need right now. So. <laughs> he needs water, guys. He definitely needs water. And with me, I'm expressing my love for changes this evening. Um, I'm really serious about just getting my stuff together, packing these boxes, and the next time I move, it probably will be out of state, guys. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and end the show this evening. Thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to our show this evening. You all can expect to hear from us next Sunday at the same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. And we want to hear from you, so don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Tag us in that drama, and don't forget to send those confessions at confessions, the number two, us at gmail.com. This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, John Othello, and y'all listening to the one and the only confession session. Boom! <laughs> 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 Good night, man.
Good night, John.